Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. We have set up a a Patreon, a Patreon, a Patreon, a Patreon, a Patreon. We have set up a a Patreon, Patreon, Patreon. However you want to say it, a Patreon. We have set up a a Patreon. What that does is that just helps us get things like train ticket, train ticket, train ticket, train tickets, petrol for you, and it helps us get to bigger and better guests, bigger and better guests. We'll be doing cool little things on there, like nice little giveaways, giveaways. You can put in your questions, and then we can we. We can talk to you. Um, so yeah, please go on to www.patreon.com forward slash overrated everything. Uh, yeah, we're on our, um So we are here with um, Overrated Everything, episode 11. 11. Um, Tomo sounds a little bit quieter because um, we are doing something different again this week. Um, we're now recording while on our way to uh, interview our guests, so we have no clue what, what's going to happen this in this is episode. I'm genuinely nervous about this. Yeah, I am as well. And as you can hear, we are driving, but don't worry, guys. I've got both mics um, held. Tomo is focusing on the road. I'm yeah, trying to aim yeah. it at his um, weird don't tooth. Worry, I ain't got a hand for a microphone. I've got my phone in one and a beer in the other. So. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't, guys. Don't worry. Um, so, yeah, so... We're on our way um, to meet Dr. Susie Gage, um, who, if you haven't listened to her podcast, please do go and listen to it. It's called um, Say Why to Drugs. Uh, She does a... Because she's a doctor... um, and A a real doctor. A a real doctor. A genuine doctor. Yeah, man, yeah. Yeah. Um, She talks a lot about... She doesn't discourage people from... Taking drugs, she doesn't encourage people she doesn't judge. Uh, to judge. Yeah, she does, uh, to take drugs, she doesn't judge people. Um, She's just got a genuine interest, isn't it, in, in in why people do do it? Yeah, yeah, and and what effects that them sort of substances can do to to your body, to your brain, to you to to everything. So, um, yeah, basically, go and check out uh, Dr. Susie Gage's uh, podcast. Say why to drugs. That's on the Distraction Pieces Network. Um, Go and check out all their podcasts. Um, Scroobius Pip has helped us out a good few times um, in, in kickstarting us into doing this. Um, and thanks again, Scroob. Uh, but yeah, so again, we, normally we, we say how great the, the chat's going to be and what to look forward to, but I think because we're, we're on our way then, we've not done the chat yet. What what are you, what are you looking forward to for this? So sorry. So the subject is alcohol. 
uh, being yeah. overrated. Yeah, she thinks alcohol's overrated, which, you know, a lot of us a lot of us do drink, some yeah. drink some more than others. Yeah, I mean it's now, you know, it's now the time where you'll be sat in a pub having a few sherries and that with, you know, Christmas literally around the corner. Um and it's it's yeah, it's the season of going to the pub and having a drink, right? Yeah, I mean I I've, I think you know we've been very fortunate enough to spend a lot of time um, in in that the sort of environment in the pubs, even from a young age. Yeah, um, you know a, a lot of times socialising nine and ten times it is in the pub. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know we all did it when we were younger, and I, I spent a lot of time on the parks with a bottle of Frosty Jacks. Same. And it was uh, twenty twenty when I was a young. It was Lambrini. Lambrini yeah. drinking it spinning, spinning round drinking Lambrini. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah, I think for us like we're quite a similar background there, aren't we, mate? Like. We've grown up around drink and drink. We've drank from, like, say, from an early age, and I've I don't think I've ever had a problem with drink. Um, but then I do sit back sometimes and think I drank probably every weekend, pretty much from being like sixteen, maybe yeah. even younger. Yeah, but it's not a problem. It's how people socialise. Um, yeah, I mean, it can be. I mean, obviously, we know, like, obviously, drink can be a problem for. Um, a lot of people uh, just to let you know we have now safely parked here we go T I'll pass you the mic once you've uh, parked up here we're just got to do my manoeuvres outside uh, Dr Susie's house um, Dr Gage's house I guess um, so we'll just we'll just finish off this before we pop in and do the interview what do you think you've got oh, a well, bit of music, music um, what do, do you wish you drank less than you did do no, no, not really. I mean, I, I, it's very rare. I, I never ever drink at home. No, I never I, drink. I, at no, home, I never, it's, I <clears> never <throat> ever crack a bottle of beer open at home. Um, but, you know, with with my job, we DJ a lot, so yeah. I do have a drink. I enjoy having a drink. It's not a problem for me. Yeah. Um, do you find that you binge drink then? Do you drink a lot? Um, do you drink a lot when you do drink, like at the weekends and that? Do yeah, I mean, I get through my first year. I think we all know that. You just got to look at my social media. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I do get, I do get through 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 a bit of drink. Um, but you know, I, I I do think I'm wise enough that if if it was to become a problem, I think yeah. I could nip it. Or I'd like to think that I've got the nice loving support around me to help to help. Yeah. Um, and there is help out there. And you know, I I know people who, who are in recovery, and you know, some of the, some of the things that they, that they've done, it's it's completely changed their yeah. lives for the better. I mean, alcohol has affected their lives in the worst way, yeah. but it's also been the greatest turnaround for them. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And 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 yeah, for me, you know, I'm I'm the same as you again. Like, I I never drink at home. I think there was a time, probably before my little girl was born, when. Uh, in the winter, sometimes like I'd get, I'd go to Aldi or something because Aldi do cracking bottles of red wine, and I'd have like a glass of red wine every now and again, like just just yeah. to chill. Like if you're watching, like you know, wintertime telly, it's nice, and you can just ooh, have a little glass of red. Yeah. Um, See, I don't drink because it refreshes me. I don't. But that's it. This is this is it though. Like, so do you drink to get smashed? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I do. I mean, yeah, the same, I, same. Yeah, I, I drink because not that I feel I have a better time on it, but I, I just think, you know, people relax more and people are more free, and it's just a social thing to do on the weekend. Have you ever gone out and gone gone on a night out to your local or whatever and stayed sober? And stayed sober. I designated driver. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so you've done it. Well, I went to a gig uh, to Lucy Spraggan, who's a friend of mine. We went to see her in Hull. Yeah. With my brother and and Charlotte and. Yeah, I, I just passed my test. So I was like, oh, fuck, fuck buzzing. I'll, I'll drive, I'll drive. The most annoying thing in yeah. the whole world, 
driving around, oh, I want a Mackers. Yeah, I want yeah, do this. yeah. All screaming and shouting, let's eat in. And I'm like, it's half one in the morning. Yeah. I've not got a drink on board. Yeah. Get it in a fucking brown bag and yeah. let's go home. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, you know, it's... Yeah, because I've... So, so like I say, like, I, I don't think I have a problem with drink. Um... Uh, but I do, I do sometimes go, go right, okay, you, you're drinking a bit too much here. Like me and my missus, you know, Saturday nights, my mum loves having our little girl. So we'll go out and have a drink. Like, you know, we work hard, we deserve it, it's nice. Um, but there is times where I think the drink does get a bit on top of me. So I have done it in the past where I've gone, right, okay, I'm going to go out tonight, I'm not going to drink. And I'd, I'd always fail. I'd go out and I'd it'd get to like 10 yeah. o'clock and I'd be like, right, come on, give us a drink, I need one. And I did it. I did it for Ooh, the first time one. a couple of months you, ago. You yeah, exactly. Not need. a need, but yeah. Oh, go on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did no, no. Fuck it. Yeah, genuinely felt like I needed one to to enjoy the so night. Enjoy, yeah, you do. You but do get that. I did yeah. it. Um, it was a good, good couple of months back. Now we went out, and I didn't drink yeah. all night. Stayed, was in the pub till say two in the morning, three in the morning when it when it shuts my local. Um, and I didn't touch a drop all night, and I felt good for it. Well, not yeah, good for it. Well, it no, was one of them where I've gone, oh my God, I'm never going to do that again. But because uh, I, I, I haven't yet. Well, you wake up in the morning, <laughs> hangover free, and you're like, actually, I'm, I'm kind of glad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, not even that, mate. Like, it was just like, I had a good night. Like, it, genuinely, even the next day when I woke, because we still stayed out. I think we stayed out till like stupid o'clock, like I say. So the next morning, like, I got up and was knackered still. But I um, can see another benefit of why passing your test would be a good thing. Why? So I could because drive you could just drive. Yeah, it, yeah, on yeah, night exactly. out. Yeah. I won't have to drive all the time. That's it. We'll be turning it on to right. Yeah. Um, we're turning it on to me getting a bollocking <laughs> again. Um, on that note, um, we're outside uh, Dr. Gage's house now. We're going to go in. And then, yeah, the next bit that you're going to hear after the jingle is the interview. This is cool. It's kind of like a live podcast, but not in the slightest live, isn't it? Yeah. Because we're doing Nothing it chronologically. Like we're doing it chronologically. Oh, we're doing it the right way, yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you can't say chronologically, can right. you? Enjoy uh, episode 11. Yeah. Bye-bye. See you after that. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Oh, cheers. Um, so, yeah, guys, as we said just then, we, um, we're doing this one chronologically. So it was literally seven minutes ago that we last spoke. And um, we've just come in and set up in uh, our guest, um, who is uh, Dr. Susie Gage. Hello. Look at us, a doctor, yeah. Tomo. Yeah, <laughs> a doctor. And as we was, as I was saying in the car driving over, like, sort of a bit, bit nerve wracking because it's something that we've not, we've not even thought about as as a subject like alcohol being overrated because in our society, a lot of people drink. Yeah. You know, and we were just saying in in the uh, in the intro that. You know, we don't rely on alcohol for a good time, but I think it does certainly loosens people up. And yeah, yeah and I mean, I, I think I could probably safely say that the best nights out I've had have been when I've been drunk and not when I've been sober. Um, that you remember. Well, that I remember. <laughs> well, that's. Don't remember. Yeah, well, that's the thing I'm always saying. I'm always making memories that I can't remember. Do you know what I mean? So it, it, it's just a. But it's such an interesting subject because it's such a big. It's such a big thing in today's society with all ages. Um, mm. You know, like we said in the, in the intro that, you know, when I was younger, I'd spend time on the parks having a drink, um, you know, which I, I think I was always safe. I was always with people who I knew look, look after me. And yeah. it's, I think that's just what a lot of kids get up to. Um, but yeah, I mean, so so our, our subject today is obviously, if you haven't guessed, um, take it away, Doctor Doctor Gage. Uh, I'm gonna talk about why I think booze is overrated. Oh. <laughs> so go. Yeah. And more, well, why I'm a bit of a hypocrite because <laughs> I'm not saying booze is bad. Yeah. I'm saying it's overrated. Yeah. I think this, that's a. I'm a scientist. I want to define my terms before I start. So uh, overrated just means that we. I think we in in society, certainly in the UK and probably yeah. in lots of other places as well, but maybe particularly the UK, we have alcohol so permeated into everything that we do that it's really hard not to drink. And full disclosure, I drink. I, mm-hmm. I'm not teetotal. I don't drink loads, but I do. No. I do go out to the pub. I do yeah. have a drink at home sometimes. <clears throat> like I'm not. I'm not someone saying, oh, no one should drink. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that the way that we our relationship with alcohol is really weird. It is. It's very weird, yeah. It, it, it is a strange one, isn't it? Because, like, it is very it is very British to go and sit in a pub, but, you know, and, 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 and Irish as well. Like, I've, you know, I'm, I'm sort of, like, I've got half, but sort of Irish sort of family and that. And when I was like, oh, it's all right, I'm Irish, I can handle my drink. And that's the kind of thing you say, oh, I'm Irish, like, I can handle my drink. And when you're abroad, you know, you're sort of like, oh, it's all right, I'm British, I can handle my drink. And it's it is kind of... You know, like nowadays as well in sort of society, you do it keeps popping up in the newspapers and things of like you know football hooliganism and stuff getting out of control, and that's mainly through the drink and stuff. And yeah. and I kind of think our our um, the way that the world perceives the British people used to be like Brits oh, abroad, isn't yeah. it? But that's it. But like you know, sort of what 30, 40 years ago, it was it was more like kind of posh. Um, oh, the Brits, yeah, yeah, hell that, you know. And nowadays, <laughs> tea, it's like, yeah. oh yeah, the Brits, oh god, yeah, don't don't invite them in your bar. I, th- I don't, I don't I the think... same plane as the stag do, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, I, I think it's. Uh, having said that, though, I mean, it's not just the British. I mean, you go to places like 
Benidorm or Magaluf or Ibiza. The, there's a lot of you know other other nations like Germans. You know, if you go to Germany, the, you get a lot of stag dudes there in like Munich. Yeah, and, but I think so. Are they not a lot of like obviously other other country drink? Obviously, yeah, it's not um, just English. But you yeah, know, but I think <laughs> I think like different cuts so like Spain. They have more of like an eating culture, don't they, than than a drinking culture. For instance, like you say, like Benidorm, like yeah, it's most people going in. But like, is that is that right? I mean, guess you you know. Well, I guess holiday destinations are where people go to relax. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, like the the, the actual Spanish and stuff. So like they obviously like tapas and stuff. Like you would go and sit in a tapas. You know, like the 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 glasses that you get are a lot smaller. They're not a pint. And you're kind of there to eat and socialize, and there's just drink there. Yeah, I think I think that's. True. I mean, it's a bit. I don't. I don't know off the top of my head the kind of figures to unpick it. Yeah. But it does. Like pub culture is particularly British, and it's a very British thing. thing I think. Yeah. Yeah. But even beyond that, it's it's the way that if you've got something to celebrate, you'll yeah. drink booze. If you've got something to commiserate, you'll drink booze. If yeah. you've oh, yeah. got friends you haven't seen for a while, you drink booze. If you're going on a first date, you'll drink booze. It's like it's really. It's everywhere. Everything that we, if we want yeah. to yeah. do anything, it's, it's really hard to think of things to do that don't podcasting. involve alcohol. <laughs> that doesn't involve alcohol. It Do- doesn't have to involve alcohol. No, 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 no. <laughs> but he could. I don't know. I've been on Scooby's Pips drunk cast. Oh, oh really? Yeah, on the drunk cast. What's that? So he, he gets his guest drunk. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll stay clear we, of that one. We, um, <laughs> it was messy. On a, on Maybe sh- he was the one who was the messiest. But that, if you want to go and listen to that episode, it's a great it's, well, I think, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we un- unashamedly um, kind of did that as well last night. So, so uh, we record kind of our podcasts in, in blocks. So today we've recorded other chats, and, and last yesterday we recorded some. Um, and. As you say, when we when we're celebrating something and stuff, we, we like to go out and have a drink. So yeah, we had a good day. Last didn't we? yesterday, like Tom was known for a while on that, but like me and my uh, wife kind of finally made it a little bit public with our friends and that 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 we're expecting a little baby. So oh, yay, baby Alice! Thank you very much. Um, so so we went out last night, didn't we? And we had a couple of drinks, and the mm. the England match was on. Um, I believe it was England, wasn't it? Versus, yeah, it was versus England, America. Um, it was great. I loved it. Um, and... <laughs> um, but no, we had a couple of pints, didn't we? And then we tried to record our intro to one of yesterday's podcasts, <laughs> drunk. And we left it last night going, yep, yeah, that's great, yeah, that, yeah. that'd be brilliant. And then the first thing I said to Tomo this morning when we got up, I was like, yeah, we probably need to re-record that. Because yeah. this morning I woke up going, yeah, we, we, yeah, that'll be a lot we, of cutting. There'll be a lot of cutting <laughs> around that. We definitely needed to Easier redo to it, didn't we? Yeah. Not that it was bad, it just could have been a lot better without it. Yeah, and but, it was, we've re-recorded yeah. it and it is actually a lot better. So, yeah, I mean, you're right there. Yeah. And, and and going on what you, what you were saying there, um, Susie, like, yeah, you're right. Like every single situation seems like it has to involve alcohol, and because like me and my sort of two best mates, we're all sort of fathers. We've all got like young kids, so on like a Saturday, we'll go out. I found that we do this quite a lot. We'll go out and we'll take the kids to like a soft play area or wherever, and we'll spend a great, we'll have a night, or even a theme park, something. We'll have a nice day with the kids. And then it'll get to a certain point where we'll go, right, so what are we doing then? We're going out tonight then. And it's like, why do we feel the need to to do that? Like, we've had a good day. We've socialised. Yeah. We've, we've had an amazing day. Our kids have had a good day. Why then do you reckon we feel the need to go, should we go down the pub? Well, I don't... I think, like, 
taking drugs is something that humans have done since there have been humans. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's something that we, as a species... like, And, in fact, it seems like there's evidence that other animals yeah, get yes. high as well or get intoxicated, like eating rotten fruit that's gone a bit fermented or yeah. that kind of thing, chewing leaves <clears throat> that might have stimulants in them, you know. So that, that idea of, like, taking a substance to make you feel different... Enhances your... Well, you, you like to think it enhances yeah, your... Yeah, and it can, like... Aid connections with people mm. and that kind of thing, but it's. I think it's, it's some of it's to do with the way that alcohol is marketed, and some of it's yeah. to do with the way historically alcohol was something that we discovered quite early on in in the British Isles. It was like yeah. beer was like weak beer was something that was drunk by like the whole population, even children. Yeah. Didn't like so, so like like didn't Vikings they so basically like. The water kind of filtration and that at that at that point was so bad that water was uh, sorry beer was actually safer to drink. So I think that's a little bit of a myth. Oh, is it? But it's it, it's my there life's is a lie. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the problem with I'm writing a book of my podcast at the moment. Oh, right, so okay. say why to drugs the book and loads of the things I'm doing is kind of busting myths that oh, exist okay. around I've substances got a few and there's loads there's loads of myths around not just illicit drugs but also loads of myths around alcohol as well about what the things that we think about alcohol actually aren't necessarily true and like coffee and yeah, cigarettes yeah. as well it's it's really interesting doing the research but yeah can we divulge into to maybe one or one of them or is that is that one that i said is that a complete myth then so i think it's I just, it's based in kind of truth in that the way that alcohol was made meant that the water would be heated so that yeah. things like cholera, I think it is, that it's like a waterborne illness. It wouldn't be killed off. No, it would be, but it, was, it wasn't... As far as I know, it wasn't that everyone just drank beer instead of water because the water right. was too mm. dangerous. Yeah. But I, I, it sort of happened because it is possible that that could be why. Right, but actually, okay. the evidence isn't really there that that people happened. have just seen that and just kind of drawn that conclusion. Yeah, oh, science okay. ruining a good story again. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just the abuse. Like I think alcohol gets abused. Yeah. Um, in England, and uh, you know, it's not just just in England, but I think when yeah. when you get young kids or eighteen or even people my age, and I, I you know I've done it. I've gone out and. Had a couple too many drinks and walked around the street and acted like the class clown. Um, and, you know, I think we're all a bit guilty of that sometimes. Um, but I think in moderation, like anything, it, it, it is okay. It's Yeah, but I think what what I find as well and what we, what we said it be, before we came in is, like, the moderation sometimes is, is hard. So, like, like you say, for, for me, um, I do sometimes find it hard to go out and have a drink. Yeah. Because it, what it, I know, I, like last night, I said to you, didn't I? I was like, oh, should we go and have a pint? And then you were like, yeah, that's great. And then um, my, so we were just going to go, me and you, weren't we? So you'd have been driving, so we would have had a pint. Yeah. Um, and then my mum rang and said that she'd have our little girl so that my, my wife could come with us because we kind of sort of celebrating. Obviously, she yeah, wasn't drinking. Absolutely. Um, so then it was like, oh, well, me and Tomo now can have. Three pints because mm-hmm. Tomo's not driving. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and, and 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 you know, so we had a we had about three pints, didn't we? And mm. then we got back to mine, and it was like Tomo said, "Have you got any got any pint? Got any cans or anything?" I was like, "Yeah, I've got some cans in the shed." Went and and and, and so it's it is the moderate because I find it hard to go for one. Do you find it hard to go for one? Do you? Susie, after you go on, Susie, go on. <laughs> well, so I think yeah, this is a really good point, and this I think is why why I think it's overrated is that it's really hard to avoid if you're one of those people who is trying to cut down yeah alcohol sort of 
stimuli is everywhere. Like, it's really hard to avoid it. Even if you go to the shops... Sell it everywhere. Yeah, not just just alcohol itself, but, like, you can buy T-shirts with, like, oh, mummy needs her Prosecco, or, you know, all these kind of things, like drinking to cope, encouraging that kind of behaviour, which is potentially, like, really not a good idea. No. It's quite... It is quite sad that like you're saying it's like 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 encouraging drinking to to cope and stuff because that can lead like that like drink as much like obviously we're sat here talking about it and and like we said at the beginning like none of us feel like we have a problem with it but there are people out there i know people who do have problems with it and it's serious it's you know it kills more people than a lot of class a drugs right that's not a myth right no that's that's absolutely true alcohol is one of the most dangerous drugs but also that's probably because (laughs) it's the one that most people use and most people use and like you say it's glorified on on t-shirts and it's a business at the end of the day people are are using the uh, are making money off what could potentially and is ruining people's lives yeah Yeah. if you can't handle that you know because people become addicted to it and alcoholicism is people see that as you know people might walk past someone an alcoholic in the street and think oh look at that whereas if you go deeper it's it's not it's actually an illness (laughs) yeah Yeah. like it's you know it's not their fault that they're in that position and and I and I think with, with groups that are, are around now, I know people who are in AA and things like that, which are just amazing and just change yeah. people's lives. And as I said in the intro, that people can be in the worst possible place because of alcohol, but if they can kick that initial addiction, they, they and because of things like AA and the steps, they can then turn their lives around and they can then be the best possible person. And I think you find even to find the, the the spiritual guidance that you get from things like AA, you know, yeah, yeah. Who, who turn their lives around and then they're just better people for it, you know. So their their absolute worst, their absolute best has come from their absolute worst. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But one of the things that's really difficult about beating sort of something like alcohol dependence is not only that there are physical and psychological kind of addictions yeah. that you have so but if you if you're a really heavy drinker and you stop <clears throat> suddenly stopping completely can be really dangerous because yeah. you can have things like seizures like there's a physical addiction from alcohol mm. that there isn't with most other like cigarettes drugs. and, things and like i think that. like what you were saying as well before like if you so you know if you're addicted to heroin for instance and you know, the people that you kind of associate yourself with are all addicted to heroin. One of the guests, the first things that you would do is take yourself away from exactly, them, other people. Exactly, but, but with alcohol, it's incredibly it. difficult because yeah. it's everywhere. And even if you say, if you go out with friends and say, oh no, I'm not drinking. Yeah, why are you being boring? People, why are you being boring? Yeah. People really can't handle that. And I, I, I have some sort of theories about why that is and it's maybe that people thinking about their own behaviours and sort of so there's a bit of, yeah. of wanting like wanting you to be like fun like them and get yeah. drunk and be silly and all that kind of thing but also a bit going oh if they're, <coughs> if they're not drinking because they're worried about their health should I not be drinking should I be worried about my yeah, health yeah it's possibly yeah it's difficult I mean yeah. I've got a big group of friends who you know on a Saturday afternoon we'll go to the pub and we'll watch the football bets we'll, we'll have football bets on and watch the results come in and or if you go out on a Friday night and you're you're not drinking, you do you get called, excuse my language, but you'll get called a boring bastard or, you know things like that. I love or, that. Or we're... people comment on it or they'll try and persuade you to change your mind. Yeah, and sort of yeah. not accept. And it's the like an added made. It's an added pressure from society from people. You, you know, it, I just want to say sorry, just out of subjects. I love that it's taken like, like this is what episode 
12 it'll be or something mm. um, and it's took um, having a doctor on for you to say excuse my language <laughs> um, but I'm going to say the word bastard <laughs> well sorry I was making sorry. a point <laughs> I was making a point no but you know what I'm saying though that there is the added pressure from society like you yeah. said with the t-shirts Completely. and with yeah. people at a young age calling you you're boring or whatever um, yeah. and and that is that does make it <clears throat> I've, I've, I've Given into peer pressure. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. So yeah. I. And it's like you were saying earlier as well that you have you say oh well fine I'll have one drink and then after you've had one drink suddenly more drinks seem much more exactly. appealing because your inhibitions are lowered and like the things that alcohol does make you worse at decision making. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it makes you a worse decision maker. Doesn't oh it? yeah, of course. It, it enhances yeah. your confidence. Yeah. And, and with a, a lot of young people now, it won't just be the the alcohol. They'll go out and then they'll order some drugs and then that then kicks off a, a, a massive. It could go on to benders, and you know, people yeah. just kind of get sucked up in it all. And it's, um, yeah, it's... Uh, well, I mean, I again, we said this like, um, in, in the intro, um, I, I don't feel like I've got a problem with alcohol, um, but for me, if I've got a external problem, so like, you know, this year, um, earlier on this year, like. I was a little bit depressed, um, work stuff and things like that. Um, and drink wasn't helping. Mm-hmm. So I'd go out and drink and I'd end up, say, arguing a little bit with my wife or, we'd, you know, we'd fall out. So obviously it does that, doesn't it? Like, I, I've always been like that. When I was younger, I remember if I went out and had a drink and I was in a really good mood, I'd have a really good night and it'd be great and everything would be fun. If I was, like, upset about something, I'd go out and by the end of the night I would be crying. Yeah. Um, but I did... Um, I... First, yeah. Why? Why is that? Is that? Is that what it does? Is does it enhance emotions? Yeah, like pretty much all drugs do that as well. It's this kind of set and setting. So where you are and how you feel will impact on the type of intoxication experience you have on almost all drugs. And alcohol yeah. absolutely is one of them. And I think <clears throat> lots of people use alcohol as a kind of like to sort of self-medicating social yeah, anxiety and yeah. that kind of thing because it's something that's sort of socially acceptable it's easily available and it, and it does give you confidence like mm. you're saying it does make you feel more able to like have a conversation and more feel like you're more interesting to people and people yeah. are more interesting to you but sort of longer term he- like heavy alcohol use over long periods of time is associated with worse mental health not yeah, better mental health yeah. so and I, I mean per- personally for me when you were saying about how it makes you like have like get be more sort of grouchy or have yeah, more yeah. like more fights with your partner and things like that i can absolutely relate to that yeah, i'm definitely I think everyone less can, reasonable right? yeah, when yeah. i'm drunk mm. if yeah. you've got a if you've got so you know like if you've got a sort of niggle in life and you go out and, and like you say you drink it doesn't make that niggle go away like it no, might it do for that worse. that first couple of hours if you haven't yeah, drink and you'd be going oh this is great and dancing but as soon as someone even slightly mentions something resolving to that, it's like, bam, you're straight back there. And that's why, like, you know, like, I, I reckon probably 90% of fights happen in, in, in pubs and stuff like that because someone's gone out, in, they've had a bit of a niggle, a bit of a crap day at work or something, and they've gone out, someone said something that's just rubbed them up the wrong way, and because they've had a drink, it results in, you know, punches getting thrown yeah. and stuff like that, which is a sad reality of it, which doesn't happen with, you know, other... Uh, substances you know um which is which is a, sh- a weird thing that it happens with the one that's like so readily available like you say well that's that's kind of what i feel about alcohol is that it's it's a weird drug to yeah. be the drug of choice because it has such <clears throat> it has effects on loads of different like neurotransmitters in the brain so we've got lots of different 
neurotransmitters that all kind of work in different sort of areas of yeah. like perception and emotion and hunger you know all these yeah, kind of yeah. things and alcohol is one that seems to affect almost all of those so yeah. it's kind of like it it goes off throughout the whole of your brain and does all sorts of different things and it's why you can have really different experiences on alcohol and you can also like if you drink just a little bit you feel sort of energized yeah. and like, but if you drink loads you can it's sort of a depressant and it can make you really like slur your words and fall asleep and all this kind of thing and, and then d- different people experience them differently as well I guess yeah. don't like me and my my missus we're the complete opposite when it comes to drinking like we both like a drink that's we've got that in common but like I'm one of them I'll drink and it'll get to midnight I'll be dancing and that and have a great time he'll get to like one in the morning and I'm like right okay I'm ready for bed now but my wife she Party! yeah, yeah. <laughs> she just she like say just through drinking like you know when we don't we don't touch anything else um just through drinking like she will be like yeah like Sometimes, like, I've gone to bed and she's come up at, like, seven in the morning, like, and it's like, how are you doing that? Why are you still awake? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You've been drinking loads. Like, how are you not asleep? Yeah. Um, I'm exactly the same. I can't... I hit a wall. I get to a certain point where I'm just like, well, that's And your missus is the same as my missus. Yeah, yeah, and It's horrible when we go out together. (laughs) Yeah. Me and him go on cuddling and them two just carry on the night away. Like, it's it's crazy. But it's amazing. What what I tend to do is when I get like that, if I think, oh, I'm knackered, I just I, I I'll end up having shots or something like that yeah. to try and keep you out more, and then before you know it, you're You've being sick had into too a much kit. to drink. That's yeah, it. And and it's... going back to what we were saying before, like so I um, and, and again, so I said this in the intro. So I, when I was having these sort of problems, uh, I, one night I said to my to, to my wife, um, we were going out, and I was like, I'm not going to drink tonight, and she was like, Yeah, that's probably the best. Like you know, lovely. She's like, Yeah probably the best thing because when you are drinking at the minute it's it's not going great so um i went out to the pub didn't touch a drop all night was there till say two in the morning when the pub had shut and everyone was like sort of leaving and that and what was your friend saying while he was doing this nothing like they like i just said to him like i was I just don't want to drink and, and a few of them knew that like kind of alcohol wasn't agreeing with me at the time and stuff yeah. so it was like right okay andy's just not drinking tonight good for andy that's brilliant they were supportive of it and um, I had a I had a good night. I would like people go, oh yeah, you know, didn't drink and I had just as much fun. I didn't have just as much <laughs> yeah. fun. I'm not gonna lie, but, but I it had sounds fun. Sounds like you weren't having fun when you were drinking. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Anyway. So you yeah. know, and and I've not done it since then. I've not really been out. We we don't really go out as much now. We've we've obviously baby on the way and stuff. But um, I I got up and like the one thing for me, like you were saying earlier, is like um using it to kind of mask your so- social insecurities i'm quite an insecure person especially mm. being out in large groups and i think like we chatted on various podcasts like what we do as a job puts pressures on that yeah. as well because it's like oh yeah it's me yeah yeah yeah. do you know what i mean it's a bit it's, it's quite scary sometimes when you're on your own um and dancing for me because i absolutely love getting drunk singing my heart yeah. out and dancing and not and, caring and not yeah. caring and normally when i'm on the dance floor would you but you'd never I do ask, that sober would you but this is what i'm saying normally when I, even when i'm drunk and i'm on the dance floor i a social sort of insecurity for me i have to have a pint in my hand or a drink in my yeah. hand yeah, yeah. um and and i thought that night that i wouldn't ever get up and start dancing dancing and i did when i was sober i did i got up and, and i yeah. had such a good night and, and what it was like i think you said it before is because in my head i thought everyone thinks i'm drunk anyway I and also, be... everyone else is drunk and they're not noticing that you're not. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, like, it was like, no matter how stupid I look now, because I can't dance, mm-hmm. 
I can't dance sober. I definitely can't dance when I'm drunk. So I probably look yeah. better dancing yeah. now. What is it about booze that when you've had, you've had a couple of pints, you think you can dance? Yeah. Like when I was 18, I used to go to a, a place called The Pier in Cleethorpes um, and it was really hardcore dance music. <clears throat> and after I'd had a couple of beers, I'd be on and I would be giving it some. Yeah. And I'm like, when I try and give it some, uh, when I'm sober, I'm like awkward and just yeah. like, <laughs> like dad dancing. But what is it about? I suppose again, it's the, the it's confidence. The inhibition and yeah. Am I a good dancer when I'm drunk, or am I just the same? <laughs> well, um, so this is. Some, I mean, I, I'm, I can't comment because I've not seen you dance. I can't shit. <laughs> <laughs> but there's some really interesting, like psychological experiments where people are better at quite a lot of things when they're a little yeah. bit drunk. There's like playing pool. I'm a really good pool I'm player. I'm quite good at pool after when one drink and awful, awful <laughs> after, after two. two. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just terrible yeah. at pool. Anyway. I mean, I think I'm, I think it's beginner's luck rather than anything yeah. else. But um. There's there's some studies that suggest that not only do you view people as more attractive after a drink, but people view you as more attractive after you've had a drink. So beer goggles are a thing. But but also no, because they if you've had a drink, yeah, someone else, whether they're sober or not, mm. thinks you're more attractive. Oh, so, so opposite. Oh, something okay. about like maybe because you were more relaxed, or maybe yeah, something confidence. to do with a little bit of like flush in your cheeks or something. I don't know. But oh, wow. um, this. So I, some of my colleagues at Bristol did this experiment and found that not only did people rate other things, other people and things. I said things not because of people, but we were also looking yeah, at yeah, paintings. Yeah. But oh. like they rated everything as just being a bit better. But particularly well, yeah. people of the gender that they fancy rated them as more attractive. But also then other people rated them as more attractive if they themselves were drunk. So ah. that's a bit It makes sense. It does make sense because, you know, like... Um, my missus loves dirty dancing, and it's better when you've had a drink. That film. Oh, the film, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 sorry, yeah, no. Dirty I meant dancing the film, when you've yeah. had no, a drink. Yeah. No, like, do you know what I mean? Like the film. You've been like... going to them mucky nightclubs again. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, no, yeah, no. I mean, that's that's really interesting, isn't it? Because so I think you probably just loosen up exactly. when you've had a beer. Yeah. yeah. And <clears throat> I know what people say in in the terms of if I find a girl attractive. It might not be because they look beautiful. It might be because, like like my fiance Charlotte, she's I've done that thing again. It's all right. My fiance Charlotte, um, she's confident and she's very chatty and she she'll have a game of pool and just have fun. So I think that it, maybe that's what it is. When you've had a couple of pints, you come out of your shell a little mm. bit that people might more find more attractive. And, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. But I mean, th this was just looking at photos, but I think you're right that actually out in the real world, yeah. it can have even more of an effect. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, people are more creative when they're under the influence. Of, well, not everybody, but some people are under the influence of drugs. And, you know, there's, um, so Seth Rogen, who's mm -hmm. a American film writer. Canadian. Um, Canadian. Same thing. Uh, <laughs> there goes our Canadian listeners. <laughs> but no, so he writes, him and James Franco and Jonah Hill, they all write when well, smoking weed, and mm -hmm. they create these films, which I, I'm a fan of. I don't mm -hmm. smoke weed, but they've created these films while smoking a lot of weed yeah. openly. He openly smokes it. And I, I just think, would he be able to create them brilliant? Would his mind working the way whilst writing these scripts as well it, it, it does if he wasn't smoking the weed. 
Am I making sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know the answer to that, but I think it's something that people have thought for a long time about <clears throat> sort of, well, certainly music and drugs kind of go yeah. together. Art as well. And art, um, yeah. Uh, da, 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 Van Gogh, didn't he paint? Uh, was, it, was it Van Gogh who used to drink um, absinthe? Oh, absinthe, yeah, yeah possibly. Yeah. I don't know, actually. Yeah, well, he was, he was apparently, he was quite a, he was allegedly quite an, an alcoholic, right, Van Gogh, and obviously, like, he's, Art's quite amazing, right? I yeah, don't know much yeah. about that. <laughs> I did I did a bit of Van Gogh in year nine. Like, Susie helped me out. <laughs> oh god, yeah, I'm a scientist. Um but yeah, like I I agree with that. Like art, you know, and great artists and stuff. Uh, uh, but it's hard to know whether if you're a creative person you're more are you just more drawn to use substances. So actually the reason that you see the association isn't at all because of anything to yeah. do with the can like smoking cannabis or taking psychedelics or anything like that it's because you've got the kind of mind that leads you to want to do that and that mm. is I more think, creative anyway so yeah so it could be that it helps your creativity but it could also be that because you're a creative person you're also drawn to seek out novel experiences that kind of stuff yeah and like how on earth do you untangle that to work out like what causes what yeah yeah i suppose there's no proof like i i, I, I mean <laughs> it would be an interesting experiment to take Seth Rogen's weed away from him, yeah, <laughs> and make him write a film. Yeah, but then, then it's not a fair experiment because it'd be you'd need him to write Pineapple Express stoned, but then Pineapple Express not stoned. Not, so you couldn't yeah. really. What is yeah. that? You, yeah. You're not a neuroscientist. What's the fair test in it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It needs to be a fair, fair yeah, test. You need, yeah. you need two, two Seth Rogens. And yeah, one of them sober. Yeah. I mean, the world would be a better place with two Seth Rogens. <laughs> Well, my cloning uh, research is going well, <laughs> you know. So, again, like, going back to, <clears throat> like you're saying, it being overrated in the sense of it being everywhere and stuff. Like, one thing that I've kind of... Look, like, one thing that's coming, and it's everywhere now, I've, I've been drinking it for a good couple of years. Um, gin. Gin's kind of on the rise yeah. again. And one thing that I know about gin from... Um, uh, sort of, I, I'd heard about it a bit years ago and then I, I listened to another great podcast and I think you listened to a Blind Boy podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he spoke about it as well. So, like, gin pretty much nearly decimated our country at one point, didn't it? When when gin was first kind of... It, when the Industrial Revolution um, yeah. banned... So, actually, and... on my mantelpiece behind that terrifying teddy bear yeah. um, is a picture by Hogarth called Gin Lane. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure they... Yeah, 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 I'm sure them. And this was kind of... It was... There were lots of people really worried in London about gin being kind of... But, again, like, was it gin or is it, like, a class thing? Exactly, yeah, that's the thing. it was gin being the British patriotic drink uh, instead of that awful French sherry that everyone was drinking that sort of the richer people could afford. And gin, you could make it in your bathtub. Like, literally, bathtub gin was made in bathtubs. Oh, God. So do you know what we're on? So so basically, T, right, um, gin... Back it back in the day, so like yeah, so like when when the kind of British Empire was like a big thing and stuff, so you wouldn't really drink sherry and stuff because it was French and like they were, were at war bad. with them at one point. Like you don't want to be French, you want to be British. So gin started being made, and then the Industrial Revolution and stop me from getting any of this wrong. Well, pieces, I mean, I'm no historian, so <laughs> <And> <laughs> the, the Industrial Revolution happened, so it meant that like gin could be then made on an industrial scale. So it was the first drink, alcoholic drink that was ever like made in mass so like normally like if you if you make a, a a barrel of mead or a barrel of lager or whatever 
you can just make barrels at a time, but gin, you could make bottles and bottles. They could, like, machine... You know what I mean? Like, mm. imagine a factory floor. So, like, places like London, in, like, the, the sort of more sort of working class, more sort of, like, areas of London were, like, literally... Like, women were selling their babies to get money to buy gin. Wow. Like, there's one in the gin called... Is it Mother's Mercy or something like that? Uh, or Mother's Ruin. Mother's Ruin, yeah. that's it. Mother's Ruin is, is named after that kind of thing because it, it was a thing that women would literally, like sell the children so that they so can afford that, to buy gin. So in that engraving of Hogarth's, there's a woman, like, <clears throat> dropping her baby because she's too drunk on gin. But the, but so interestingly, that what I didn't realise until I actually went to <coughs> talk about Sorry. the history of gin yeah. um, in London a few months ago, that actually has a sister painting called... Oh, it's called, like... Beer Road or something. It's oh, not right. called that, but it's something like that. And it's all about how <laughs> great how great beer is. Oh, right, so okay. it's trying to steer people away from gin and towards so that's, beer. So that's in itself a bit of propaganda. Yeah, it's like the first the kind of well. public health message of wow. saying gin is gin is dangerous. Stick to good old British beer. Yeah, yeah but if you drink beer, then you get your <clears throat> the, the, what's known as the beer belly. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, at the time, mate, it was like like you're saying. So it was it was gin was cheap and it was like. It, it was like spice is, I guess, in like now in Manchester and that in big cities like that, like there's an epidemic of like spice. Yeah. Back then it was like that. It was like gin, like people were fucking hooked on it. People like, wow. do you know what I mean? It literally like... It is very me. nice though, gin, isn't it? Yeah, but weirdly, so <laughs> I think, I think you're right nice. about the spice analogy, but maybe not for the reason oh, right, that you're okay. saying. But I think because it's like the big sort of media in, kind of... Yeah, that's what I mean, yeah. as yeah. well, like... Um, not to say like spice is really worrying, particularly because it's like the vulnerable population. Oh, yeah, exactly. Who yeah, are really yeah. struggling that's with what, it. Like, I think homeless the people, and prison making. people, prison populations. Yeah, exactly. But also, um, gin kind of really fell out of favour after this because they, uh, the government, put a load of um, sanctions on yeah. making small batch gin. So it was just the like I think two or three big gin companies. Would that have been like your Hendrix and you? you I think even before like Hendrix, oh, I think okay. it was like Gordon's. Oh, Gordon's, and London. yeah, that's the one. Yeah, London like, Dry. They were just the, a couple of two or three big gin distilleries, and all the rest of these like bathtub gin <coughs> people had to stop. But now they've undone that sanction. But though. yeah, so gin has suddenly become popular again in the last maybe like five years or so. Yeah, it's because of all the different flavours that are now But that's being. because yeah. of that, that they sanction. They had to overturn that sanction, the first oh, one. Oh, wow. Yeah. So now you can have, you know, you can go out, like I've got a mate But who, where's it being made? Who has... <laughs> no, 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 I'm not saying that, but like now, basically you could, um, I don't know, like by law you could, you know, 20 years ago, brew your own beer. You could make your own wine or make your own other spirits, but you couldn't with gin because it was against the law. Where now that sanction's been lifted, that's why you go into most bars now, and they've got twenty or thirty gins, different kind yeah. of gins. Wow. I've got a pal who's got a gin brand. Well, there's gin mm. bars. There's, bar, there's a bar <coughs> in Cleethorpes where I live, and it's just gin, just dedicated yeah, yeah, yeah. to gin. There's hundreds of it. Yeah, yeah. And, and gin itself's not. I mean, for me personally, like I say, I, I've I've been I, I made the swap from beer to gin for my belly, as Tomo said. It it's didn't not work. It didn't, it didn't work. work. Say, yeah. But gin is. <laughs> Again, you're probably going to go absolutely wrong, but <laughs> gin is more slimming than beer. Well, I mean, it depends what you mix it with, but yeah, gin I, itself, I normally have gin, yeah. lime and soda. 
Yeah. Would that be good? Yeah. Like a bit of lime, not lime, cord- yeah, fresh, like lime cordial, yeah. yeah. Or fresh lime. Yeah. Depends how posh the pub is. Yeah. It's yeah. normally lime cordial. What's your favourite drink? What do you <coughs> think, Susie? Oh, so I, I, I love a gin and tonic. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I like a good IPA. Mm. All right. Yeah. yeah. Um, a pint or a half? So I quite often Are you drink, a pint lady? I drink, well, I've got into drinking halves just because I'm, maybe this is why I think alcohol's overrated, but I'm a bit of a lightweight. So oh, okay. I... Always struggled keeping up with my friends going out drinking, yeah. and so I would always drink far less than everyone else. I, you know, I used to hide this fact a lot. I used to sort of ah. pretend to drink more, pretend I was drinking when I wasn't, and like ah. so buy like a soda water, but make it look like it was another gin and tonic, that kind of thing, oh, because really? I didn't want people to go like, "Come on, have another drink," when I knew <coughs> I was already too drunk. I already felt yeah. bad. Um, but that's the pressure of society exactly, again. Exactly, it's weird, isn't it? That I felt I had to do that. Yeah, it's, it's mad that you couldn't just... I mean, nowadays you get people like, sometimes I wish I was a lightweight because I could go out with like 10, 15 quid and, and be on my way, in, exactly. on my merry little yeah. way and, and be all right. Whereas I can, I mean, I can, <laughs> I think over the years I've, I've done a lot of training. Um, so I can so I can drink quite a bit. So it's, a lot of training. What I've done a lot of training, yeah. But it's... Um, <laughs> I mean, now I can go out and spend sort of 50, 50 60 quid on a night out and, and remember getting home. Yeah. It's like... Mm. See, I, I've always been quite good with that in, in terms of I will go out and I will drink quite a lot, but I've always, I always know if I'm getting too drunk, I'll just go and order a pint of water mm-hmm. and I'll have a pint, maybe a couple of pints of water and just keep drinking just to kind of level myself off a bit, um, which is all right, right? It's no, it's not, good, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, hey. <laughs> that's from a doctor. Um, I'm not a medical doctor. I should make this very clear. Yeah. I'm a psychologist. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so there is that, like you say, there is that pressure of pe- of of trying to keep up with people, and that's what's that? Is that just the social aspect of it, and 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 not wanting to be left out because yeah, you don't drink? I think so, but what what I'm finding really interesting at the moment <clears throat> is. Actually, in amongst sort of young people, drinking's going down. Is for it? For sort of the first time in, yeah. do in you, a long time. Do you reckon, though, because like what, what me and T were saying then, like from being not even 50, like I reckon probably probably about 12, maybe even a bit younger, I, I'd go out to like the local park and I'd drink um, and, you know, we'd, 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 we'd be getting up to all sorts of like drinking and, you know, causing a bit of trouble and stuff like that. Um, but kids genuinely don't really do that anymore. Do they? They're sat in gaming or whatever. Is that maybe why? Or? It seems like, it, yeah. So games are a big thing, aren't they? At the minute, that's stopping it. I, that's what I mean. Is it? Is that? Do you reckon that could be something? That's that's why maybe young people aren't drinking as much because they're not going out and socialising at all. Potentially. So this is something that is being investigated at the moment i don't think we've really got the answers yet but i think that's very that's certainly plausible is that like a lot of socializing has gone Mm. online so i I remember when i was a teenager i used to get home from school and like ring my friend and Mm. just talk for like two hours on the phone and then when when i was young so this is gonna (laughs) age me now is uh the internet was sort of just 
it was like dial-up internet. So yeah, yeah, if yeah, you were on that. the internet, you couldn't use the phone. And so the amount of times that like I'd be on the phone and I'd hear someone trying to get on the internet and I'd be like, I'm talking to my friend. <laughs> my dad would be like, you were just at school all day. What do you still have to talk about? <laughs> we were saying this on, on another podcast, probably like we, we, I remember dial-up internet and the horrible noise it used to make yeah. when you used to play but we were saying like we'd go home and go on like MSN yeah. Messenger and stuff exactly. and, and, and our mums and dads would be like you've seen your friends all day exactly yeah. that yeah. same thing so yeah kids and kids now are but doing now, it they are don't... social they've got headfo- headset in a lot of them haven't they and they, they are chatting to the friends and they're also I guess playing a game with the friends so yeah. socialising still just not in person which we did a little bit more of but not as much as say our parents probably did you know, like yeah. my mum always said, oh, we used to, you know, ride my bike round and go knock on and then go and have chill mm. out all day and all that. Yeah. You'd have bikes laid out everyone's doors and all that. And it's like, well, times change, don't they? So maybe Yeah, it could, I think that could well be. It could also be that sort of having just gone through however many years of austerity and uh, yeah. education getting more expensive and, like, alcohol getting more expensive is, is the price putting oh, people Jesus, off. Jesus, yeah. Or people <laughs> just choosing to... There are loads more options for things that you can do now yeah and don't involve alcohol yeah. to go out so like you go and do those kind of experience things like go to secret cinema or go to uh like breakout rooms exactly things, and things, like things that. where you don't you might have a drink or two but you're not going out like to the pub yeah. just to drink like friday nights now for us more so for me like you said like for the escape rooms like we'll go for some food maybe have a beer with our food yeah Go to the escape rooms, maybe go for a beer after, and then that's it. And then you're home for 11 o'clock, whereas what our Friday nights used to be would be, when it was chicken, my local pub, it used to be £1.20 for a vodka and lemonade. Yeah. Ask him fr- how much it is now, though. <laughs> for a vodka, you're, still, you're talking probably 2 50 now. That's so cheap still. <laughs> well, £2.50 yeah. for a vodka and lemonade yeah, but, brilliant, man. But it, it, what I'm saying is, is, on a Friday night, we could go out with... Fifteen pound, I mean, absolutely yes. levered. Whereas now you're not going to get anything <coughs> near that. No. But Friday night, and I, I don't know whether it's growing up or. That's the yeah. That's the other thing I think. Yeah. You do you, what you what your interests are change, but that's why I think it's so interesting that it's it's the youngest generation who are actually stopping drinking, and it's the oldest generation, so sort of fifty plus. Those are the heaviest drinkers now, and yeah. drinking yeah. Is kids going don't hang up around in that on... age group in that age bracket. Is it? Is it going yeah. up? So, so kids don't hang around on... I don't think I've been... I know when I was younger, I would be outside a shop and I'd ask someone, like <clears> an <throat> old person, can you go into the shop for me, yeah, mate? Yeah. Get me some bit. I've... Uh, what am I now? 27. So I've been old enough to go into the shops for... for I don't think I've been asked once... No, I don't think ...by I a young kid yeah, you don't really see to that go into anymore. the shop for booze, which, like you said, it, it's... Now there's more things for kids to do, whereas for me, I, I, all I thought that was good to do was get some beer and go on the park yeah. on a Friday night, yeah, whereas yeah. now it's not really a thing. Well, I live opposite a park, and I kind of thought there would be more, yeah. like, kids hanging around there, but hardly ever. I see never it. see it now, yeah. And, I mean, that, that I mean, can be... That's a, just one park in yeah, one yeah, no, area. Yeah, no, no, but, yeah. I think it is, but, I mean, that can be a good thing and a bad thing, because, like you say, like, I, I did a lot of kind of growing up, silly as it seems, like, sat in the park and that, and my mum kind of was like, right, well, I know where they are and yeah. that, but I remember, like, once, like, Carrying a girl who'd kind of like literally just dropped from drinking, just dropped, picking her up and carrying her out of the park to go and like to a street where I could call her like an ambulance and that. And she was like shivering, like she she's caught hyperphobia, like because back then, like you know, back in the, the early noughties, like the, the girls would come out pretty sort of like not not wearing very much in like November and December. Yeah. 
and drinking, so you naturally get warm and you anyway. Feel like you're much warmer exactly. than you are. And yeah. you know, like so, it, it's it's probably good in a way that the kids aren't doing that now. Well, it's, 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 it's a good, of course, there's yeah. no but then it, it's it. bad it's that they're not socialising and they're not, you know, going out and making those. You know, I I'm a big believer in you've got to make mistakes to learn. Like my mum raised me, and her thing was, she'll never be angry at me for something that she's done when she was a kid. And I think that's yeah. a great way of doing it. Like, cause, Definitely, but I, I, I think <clears throat> I'd much rather a society growing up where playing on Fortnite and that's how they're socialising than being on a, on a like you said, a young girl. Uh, how old was this yeah. last, last out? About 30, I'd much rather my kid be in playing Fortnite than that. Do you know what I mean? Regardless of whether you're making memories or not. Not even making memories, but like, like say, like making, like that girl probably never went out and did that again. Like, uh, you know what? She, she probably did. She woke know, up with an hangover yeah. and thought, I'll just do it again. Yeah. We've all done it. I mean, we, yeah, we've all done it. I mean, I remember like, we had, I remember like, I've had a mate who's, who's had his stomach pumped a good few times, things like that, through, through beer. And he still does um, it. And it, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, but you know, that's, 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 yeah, you, I suppose you don't always learn from your mistakes, do you? I, luckily, I, kind of think I do if I ever you know have a really like do you know what I mean like last night for instance it was like right I'm probably not going to have another can because I know that tomorrow mm-hmm. I will, will be hung yeah. over while we're sitting but talking about how, beer how <laughs> bad we are at learning that lesson yeah like hangovers <clears throat> are horrible oh. and I mean I bet everyone who's ever had a hangover has at one point said I am never, never drinking again yeah. I, I, every time almost everyone will go on to drink again what yeah. what is that then because like you say because like I suppose it's I have depression gen- and it, is it de- like it's, you're in a depressed state and you think I don't want to feel like this anymore no I don't mean that but then what makes you what makes you forget that when someone says what are you doing Friday I mean Monday, oh, not Monday, sorry. So like Sunday, you'll wake yeah. up and you'll be like, Ugh. oh god. Monday, you'll yeah. be a bit as you get older. Like Monday, you're still a bit, Ugh. and then come Wednesday, someone goes, you doing that weekend? And you're like, mm, I don't know. Thursday, what are you doing weekend? Why? What are you doing? Might go out. Yeah, might do. Like, yeah. Why is it like? <laughs> it's literally like a couple of days in between feeling like never, ever, ever, ever wanting to touch it again. To, yeah. oh my God, it's the best thing. I don't think you drunk. ever mean it though. Sorry, go on. No, well, I wonder I... whether it's something to do with <clears throat> like, there's a bit of a distance between the good part and the bad part. Yeah. Because, yeah, you might start feeling sick that evening, but you probably won't start feeling rough until the next day. Yeah. So maybe in, like, even though you know it's caused by the alcohol, because generally like our brains link things together when they happen really close together so right. because they're not happening right next to each other maybe there's that little bit but it's also so the social you... expectation as well as that like to stop drinking is is, is a lot of effort it's so it's hard. hard it's so hard like again you know i mean you know we we know people who have completely give up drink and they're better for it like they are mm. and 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 that's weird as well is that more people aren't looking at that and going. But the wow. thing is, is people aren't going to stop drinking until they're truly ready to do it. Yeah, you know? yeah, I'm a believer in that. Like with, I guess with a lot of like, I know people who are addicted to to other stuff, and um, stuff like weed that apparently again it might be a myth isn't supposed to be addictive. Like I've got pals who genuinely are a little bit yeah. genuinely are addicted to it. They could not not go out and not smoke weed or whatever. Yeah, it's... Can- cannabis dependence is a thing. It doesn't <coughs> happen to a lot of people, but it does happen to people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and it I... changes people. Like people are, I, I've got friends who, who, are, who are addicted to weed and if they don't have it, they don't want to do anything. Yeah. They don't yeah. want to come to the pub. Like Again, it's an addiction, isn't it? Like, you'll do whatever you 
you change your life around <clears throat> a substance. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's when I think that there's an addiction there. Yeah. Um, one thing, though, as well, like going back to that kind of like um, drinking and, and stuff being quite a, quite a British culture thing. I remember me and my uh, missus, um, before we got married, um, we went like for our like last anniversary of getting together. Uh, we went over to Amsterdam and uh, we wanted to do like the Anne Frank. We wanted to do all that. And, 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 you know, and we ended up meeting a couple of our mates who were over there. We went into like a coffee bar with them. Um, obviously the coffee shops over there are famous for, for weed. I was kind of sat there and there was a group of like college age kids, 17, 18, sat having a nice cup of coffee, smoking uh, weed. And I was kind of looking and, and our little girl was like two at the time. She wasn't with you, was she? No, she wasn't with me. <laughs> Jesus. No, no. Um, so I was kind of looking and I was like, I think I'd rather that for, like, for her. And my missus said, because we've been friends for mm. years and, and grown up together in the pub and stuff. And she went, what do you mean? And I was like, I'd rather her come here and be sat, having it, because these kids were chatting nicely. I didn't, they were speaking Dutch, so I didn't have a clue what they were saying. But you could say, here's Dutch, in it, Yeah, I couldn't think of that. Um, you know, so I, couldn't, I didn't have a clue what they were saying, but they, they weren't shouting, they weren't getting angry, they weren't larry, they weren't, like, dancing on tables, they weren't yeah. causing trouble. They were, they were chatting and they were, they were being respectful and nice in this coffee shop. And I thought, in my local, that same group of people, the same exact age... Would be on the table with the ties around the head. On the table, you know, and, and, and all that. And I'm like, that is a shame that that's part of our culture, isn't it? That we're known for that now. It's <clears> it's strange. It's definitely strange that the that, that sort of drinking without eating, as you say, yeah. is, is the thing. But what, what I really like at the moment is the growing popularity of like places that sell non-alcoholic beers and that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. like mocktails. I, I got, yeah. Go on. I got ridiculed um, the other week. Uh, I went out with a, a group of friends and it was like lunch and it was, you, you said part of the reason you wanted to chat about this is because I did, uh, tried my hardest to do like Stoptober and oh, stop yes. drinking. That's mm. what gave me the um, idea yeah, yeah. to you with Stevie <laughs> Graham. <Yeah. laughs> um, so I um, went out for, for lunch the other week in, in October um, and... I, it was a Weatherspoons, um, and I ordered, because you ordered at the table now, you're on your phone, can't you? So everyone was, like, getting pints and that, and then someone went, uh, whose is the uh, Bex Blue? And I was like, oh, mine. And everyone was like, what? And I was like, what? And they were like, why are you, why are you not having a pint? I was like, because, one, I'm doing this Stoptober thing, and two, it's 12 in the afternoon <laughs> on a Tuesday, and, and they were like, why are you getting a non-alcoholic one? But it's like... I quite like the taste of beer. Like, I do... No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. 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 Oh, yeah, I do. Like, it's I, not I... nice, is it? Yeah. It's not very nice. Yeah. Do you like the taste of beer? Yeah. Well, so... Because I trained for a marathon <clears throat> earlier this year, so I was... Oh, I... you're putting us to shame now. <laughs> so let's just start the podcast <laughs> I mean, now. I didn't do very well. <laughs> it went really badly, if that's any consolation. <laughs> but, um... So I didn't want to drink lots of alcohol, but I got really into non-alcoholic beer. Mm. Like, particularly the the non-alcoholic <coughs> wheat beer oh. is basically an isotonic drink. Oh, is it? So it's got loads of the things in it. And in fact, so at the end of the Munich Marathon, you get given, like, a pint of this non-alcoholic wheat beer oh, as a sort of way of re rehydrating all the wicked. isotopes and things that you need. Yeah, isotopes, I mean... Isotopes, that's not the right word. I, I do, like... I remember the first time I ever drank beer, like, lager... Hated it. I, I, I drank... I was like... Ugh! Yeah, yeah. Dad, ooh, that's hanging. And my dad, my dad's a bitter drinker actually. And the first time I tried like John Smith's, oh god, I was and, like, ooh. and also bitter back then was 
<clears throat> like warm and flat and yeah. just weird. Yeah, and whereas yeah, yeah, like yeah. I think that some of the sort of craft beers like I really love Doomba. Oh, Doomba is really amazing. Yeah, uh, we used to go to hol- um, on holiday to Cornwall. Well, not, well, in fact, we still go every year with my family, and um, we always go to just down the road from the Sharps Brewery where Doomba. Oh, I don't nice, think it's nice. made there anymore, but where it used to be. Made. Yeah, I had a nice Cornish ale a couple couple of months back. Here. Is it called? Proper job. Oh, that's because I made still that. Yeah, so I, I made um, Cornish beer. <laughs> I made it. I made. So I'm saying booze is overrated, but yeah, I've got loads of friends who are uh, pub landlords. In fact, my cat, Same. my cat was born. Is your cat's in a, a pub, pub landlord. My cat's a pub landlord. Yeah. Uh, so if anyone knows Bristol, Bristol's got a cat pub called the Bag of Nails. And a, it, a cat pub. Yeah. It's, uh, my friend Luke runs it, and so oh sorry, mate. I was, so it's like a it's like a it's a pub, uh, but cats. he's just got like 15 cats. Wicked. So they hang out all over, all around the bar and yeah, that's sit cool. on there's your lap. A, there's but, a cat cafe in Manchester as yeah. well. There's one in Liverpool now as well. Oh, it's just there? opened, yeah. But um, oh. Iggy was born in the cat pub in Bristol. And, oh. Yeah. Did you, oh. did you not, like, like want to name him something to do with alcohol? I didn't name him. Ah, uh, right, they, okay. his, his, his proper name is Caligula. Oh, And his nice. brother was called Nero and they were all sort of, myth- uh, not mythology, but ancient, uh, ancient Greek names. Philosophers and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so... Where were we then? Sorry, I really don't know going on about Cornish Too much drinking. It's got, yeah, no. So yeah, I think lots of alcohol is not very nice tasting when you first try it. No, no, I don't don't particularly enjoy. I mean, there's some gins at the minute, like there's some fruit gins that I quite, like I enjoy the taste of, but I don't ever get a pint of beer and go, ooh, delicious. "Ah." You know, like they do it on an advert where they go, they have a swig and they go, ah. No, I do. No, I don't do the R noise, but like, (laughs) I... Like now, I'm talking about like lager, and a bit of me is going. Mm, mm, could, could go a nice. I could have a nice pint of like some yeah. lager. No, like, do you know what I mean? But I'm not going to name any brands in case they want sponsors. But um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, the, there is, you know, there, there is that in me sometimes. I go, mm, no, could murder a pint. Not for off. me. When's the last time that you had a good drink? Last night. You had a good drink last night. <laughs> yeah. Same. How do you, and how do you deal with your like with, with your hangovers? Like, so if I I can physically anymore, I used to be able to go go to work, go and then go straight out after work and probably not get much sleep at all, and then go and do a whole new day yeah. on set. Yeah, I've seen whereas, this. Whereas now <laughs> I can physically do it anymore. Like with my hangovers, my anxiety is going mad. Yeah. I'm like, wow. So if I'm if I'm supposed to be working whilst I've been drinking, my anxiety is like, oh, I don't deserve to be here. I'm like, Ugh. yeah. Do you I'm, do you normally okay on them? No, I get awful hangovers. I get like similar, which I didn't used to get when I was younger. I get like emotional hangovers. Yeah. Sort of like angry with myself and hating myself and disappointed yeah. with myself and all of this kind of like really inward facing like I'm an awful person because because just, I'm hungover yeah and or just like the world is awful and everything's awful and I'm awful kind shut of the curtains kind yeah, of thing. yeah yeah hide so, under a blanket do you agree that different alcohols cause different hangovers mm, there's not really any evidence for that no I think it's it's more about what kind of a mood you're in that makes you choose what to drink, what you're drinking, maybe, and yeah. that if you're drinking lots of different things, you're probably drinking more, so your yeah. hangover's going to be worse. Yeah, because I've got friends who will go, "Oh, I love vodka, but that vodka." And you know, another one is another good question for you is, I've got a friend who. <laughs> Those all the best questions start like that. Yeah, I've got a friend. It's not <laughs> it's me. Not me. Yeah, um, I've got a friend who who will drink pints all day, but if he drinks vodka, he psychologically says to himself, yeah. oh, "It sends me loopy." I was going to say, vodka. it is. Because it's all alcohol, right? The, yeah. the main thing in there is alcohol. Can like Thomas' question: Can can different alcohols affect you differently? 
So, I mean, this this is difficult to look at in terms of the research, mm. but there's some like some like darker spirits have this other chemical in it that I've completely forgotten what it's called. I think they're called congeners, okay. and there was some suggestion that they could give you a worse hangover. So, like if you drink like beer or red wine or like dark spirits, you get a worse hangover than if mm. you drink clear spirits. Because a lot of it's dehydration. A lot, the hang, a lot of the hangover is dehydration. So a really good friend of mine, Dr. Sally Adams, uh, is doing a load of research about hangovers at the moment in ba- at Bath University because she um, realised that there's loads and loads of research been done on what 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 happens when you're intoxicated on alcohol. So yeah. how does alcohol intoxication affect you? But actually, doing there's hardly any research that looks at what about the next day. So they've just published a paper... Um, which they've taken all the literature that exists on hangover so far and shown that actually your like cognition, your ability to do sort of multitasking or concentration is is hugely affected yeah, the next I've, day. So yeah. actually, like maybe we shouldn't be driving or operating heavy machinery the, the day day. after, like if you've yeah. got a hangover. Yeah. Well, well I always say, aren't they, that the, the, <clears throat> on like uni lad and f- lad bible and all them they're sharing these videos that this amazing magical biscuit yeah, yeah. has been created that once you take it your hangover's gone there's no more hang- yeah. which i think's bull crap well i got we got funnily enough from uni lad uh, we got given um one to try and it was like this little shot of a drink and it was supposed to have it's called sambuca <laughs> here are the dog <laughs> Are you was, all right? Was it, it was, called milk thistle? By I can't think or... what it was called, but it was basically, I think it was Japanese or something, oh. and it was, like, basically meant to have everything in it that your body loses when you drink. And so the idea is, um, I think I did it, we, we went to V Festival um, for my girlfriend's birthday one year, my wife now, birthday one year, and after it got home and I was like, right, OK, try this, and we filmed ourselves doing it. And then it, we never went anywhere because, yeah, we woke up just rough. Do you know what I mean? So it, did, it didn't yeah. really work. Yeah. Um, I don't think there is, like, an actual <clears throat> cure for a hangover. Don't drink. Well, yeah. that's the cure, yeah. Don't drink the yeah, drink water. But even if you go out, if you go out on... Like, I've done it where I've been designated driver and I've just drank <coughs> um, Coca-Cola or lemonade, um, but you're still in the environment. Yeah. It's very loud, so you're talking loudly. Yeah. Therefore, you're giving yourself yeah. a headache, a bit of a sore throat, yeah. and loads also loads of sugar, yeah. so you're dehydrated. Yeah. Yeah. Lack of sleep. Um, your adrenaline's going because you're around the music, so you get in bed. Your money's going because actually not drinking at a pub is pretty much as yeah. expensive. Yeah, so, yeah. So that's what annoys but what me. A lot, that a lot does what a lot of locals do though. There's a couple in Grimsby that if you're a designated driver, your still drinks are free. Yeah, yeah. That's my really my good. local does that. A lot of places do sometimes. that around Christmas. Yeah, yeah that's which good. Is really good. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's good. And 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 just lastly, we'll we'll talk about that as well. You've you've come up with a good point there because Christmas is literally round the corner now. Um, it gets loads worse around yeah, Christmas. Like absolutely. for me, like I was even in the in the in the shops the other day and like alcohol is so embedded in Christmas. Father Christmas, like at one point now I think kids leave him a glass of milk. But I'm sure it was a glass of sherry when oh, I was a kid. Definitely was when I was a kid. So um yeah. you know, and there's like one of my favourite things about Christmas is um I'm a Mrs. Eight, so I'm Christmas. He's got this to drive thing. his sleigh though, he shouldn't be drinking well, Exactly, yeah. <laughs> is um Oh, what they called, you know, like the, the little chocolate liqueurs. Oh, yeah. Oh, I could eat them for days. I think I actually, last week, I had about... Eight, I got up one day and it was it was, it was early-ish and there was there was like six in a pack left and I was like, oh, I'll just eat them chili liqueurs. <laughs> and I felt a little bit, whoa, <laughs> I shouldn't have let them. Like. You do have booze in the middle of them. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I didn't even think about it. But, what, again, why, why do you think 
because again, I used to think that oh, right, okay, Christmas, obviously, you know, you you drink around Christmas, like that's the season of drinking. But like as I've got older, then you go well, then the summer is because then you're out in big. Yeah. There doesn't seem yeah. to be any more like a, a a season or a time where it's not the right time to have a have a drink, is there? Like yeah, it's never not the right time. No. I guess nowadays. And I think that's why there are campaigns like <clears throat> by January. Yeah, is not to persuade people to give up booze completely, but to get people to like reassess their relationship with yeah, it. And think yeah. like if you can have a month off drinking to think about going forward, like well what. Like, did I miss drinking? What situations did I miss drinking? Why did I feel like I didn't want to go out to this thing because there'd be alcohol there? Or, like, why... What's my relationship with alcohol? And I think that's really interesting and it's something that we're not very good at, but we could probably be better at. Yeah, I mean, when I did it, like I say, the the Stoptober thing, it was, one, it was, right, I, I want to do this, I want to try and not drink for a little bit. Two, I was kind of doing it with my wife because we'd just found out, like, she was pregnant. I was like, well, you like a drink, you can't drink, yeah, so I'm going to try so and stop drinking and, yeah. as, as much as I do anyway. Obviously, I've got things this year, like Tomo's wedding in a couple of weeks, my friend's wedding, things like where I'm like, I'm going to have a little bit of a drink, babe. But, yeah, it, it did out, help brother. me It did help me reassess that, though, because, like you say, like, we, you know, we would go to the cinema rather than going and having a drink. Yeah. And, like, yeah. there were certain times where I failed and Tomo rubbed my nose in it. Like, I was DJing over in Paris and I was like, right, I'm not going to drink because it's really hard DJing without drinking because yeah, I always say to you, like... when I think just being out, like, just in general, I think yeah. as, 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 as people our age and, like <clears> you said, 50-plus... People are just we we rely on alcohol to have a good time, or that's at least what we tell ourselves. Yeah, it's like, what we've grown up with, and it's what yeah. we've sort of like societally. It's what we're the message that we're given from every possible angle is that like booze times is good yeah. times, you know. Yeah. But I think I think like I said for the younger generation who are spending a lot more time on the Xbox, I think in terms of alcohol usage, it will get lower and lower, which is a good thing. I think you not know. for pubs. Not for pubs, but would you be ashamed? Because, like, like say, like, like you know, my mate, he's a landlord, and um, he, he's you know, like he, he, he campaigns a lot with like this, 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 like support your local thing and things like that. Mm. And um, as much as drink is, it can be bad for you and stuff. What he needs to do is lower um, his prices. Well, but he can't because of the beer tax and stuff. So like, beer taxation is quite high now. So we we pay like the most tax. Or per pint or whatever in in any European country. Yeah. So like Germany, beer is quite well. A lot it'll cheaper. be getting lower and lower and lower, but, which is a good thing, I think. If if we are as a nation, because Brits are known as being you know the Brits abroad. No, but what I'm saying is like it will be a shame now because pubs and stuff will start to close, and they are not only are they kind of like a, a, a and I'm not sort of like one of them people is like proud of anything like but like as much they are quite like a like a sort of british institution and i like a pub i like to go and sit in a pub and and stuff like that and it will be sad if there is comes because supermarkets sell beer so cheap it will be a sad day if all the pubs shut i completely agree with you and i think that there is absolutely still a place for pubs and maybe what needs to happen is like pubs around here that do well are pubs that like have people taking over the kitchen or doing interesting Do things with food. And stuff, yeah. Or, like, put on events, so yeah. sort of quizzes, maybe, or... Quizzes like are great, yeah. Even sort of, like, talks or events or live music or this kind of thing. It's They've like, got to adapt again. Exactly, yeah. instead yeah. of just sitting in a pub and drinking for the sake of it. Yeah. Yeah. 
But I think, yeah, I mean, I, I would be very sad if there were, if like pubs died out. I think that yeah. would be awful. It's almost yeah. a nightmare world. I think it would be a great experiment to take <laughs> all alcohol away and see what. No, the society shh, becomes no no, shh, no. <laughs> no i mean because again you, you know like yeah going back to that like it would be for us but then there are countries out there where it wouldn't be that much of a big thing like um america for instance is not a big drinking culture over there really in terms of in terms of like um i think they drink a little bit more wiser than us in in certain places because mm-hmm. because I think as well it's the age of, of being able to drink. Like, we get to drink at 18. And, and they, they are, in all honesty, younger. Uh, yeah. What's that, sorry? And, and we do it a lot younger. Where their age is 21, and obviously yeah. kids there will probably drink a bit younger. But I do think, like, I, I don't know, like, from my experience of being over there, obviously it is very, like, drink Bud Light, and that's all thrown at you. But I think also... That's they the have... accent that um, <laughs> Andy think, likes to put into every podcast. I think they also... Um, <laughs> I think they also do have quite a culture of, like, beer is, like, alcohol isn't... Well, I mean, you know, what, 60, 70 years ago, it was completely against the law over there to They had a, pro- a prohibition, yeah, where alcohol was completely outlawed. Yeah, I don't think they... That, like say, there's, there's, to me, like, places like that, and like, say, like, like Holland and places, you know, um, they don't seem to have much of a... Of a big drinking culture. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's strange, isn't it? But um, I think that's... Pretty yeah, much. yeah. I mean, thank you, Suze, uh, Doctor Gage. Sorry, Susie, <laughs> absolutely fine. For, um, like it's it's a chat. Like say we, you know, we've done something different with this one, and we've recorded it chronologically because we didn't want to then go away and kind of try and. Assess, it's like Remember we want to learn you, something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that's amazing having someone like yourself who yeah. so clued in with stuff like that. Um, well, I don't think we like massively disagreed either. I don't feel like you guys had to defend booze, and I was attacking. That's it. Or it. We don't. Yeah, so. we don't really do that any. Like, I think when we first started, it was a little bit like, yeah. "Oh, let's try and change people's minds and that." But I, you know what? Sometimes we agree, sometimes we don't. But it's always it's always good to talk Interesting, about it. Interesting. Yeah. 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 But um, no, thank you very much. Oh, Susie. thanks for having it's been me. An absolute yeah, pleasure. Thank you. Very we're going to get in the car in a minute and talk about how we're going to just reassess our lives and stop drinking. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. was uh something different wasn't it yeah like for us yeah definitely normally we do uh you know a lot of them have been funny topics up to now or 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 serious but we've made it quite funny but with alcohol um it's something that people our age has been i guess a lot of our listeners um are sort of a similar age towards do spend a lot of time going out and socializing in the pubs and what comes with that is Drinking, you know, there is people out there who, who choose not to drink and, you know, fair play to them for being able to go out and enjoy the time yeah. as much as you potentially may or may not with alcohol. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, fair play, like like we said in, in the podcast, I think, like, fair play like to people who can do that. But I just, I find it really hard to do that, to yeah, go out I, and not I, drink. I can't, I mean, we, we <clears> spoke <throat> about it in there when I'd first passed my test, um... I said to Charlotte, I'll, I'll be designated driver. We went to see a gig. And I tell you what, I'll, I don't think I'd do it again. I hate I hated it mm. because everyone else was pissed up and 
loud and they wanted to stop at McDonald's and they wanted to eat in at McDonald's and I was like, I want to get home. Yeah, I want to get, get back home to bed. Um, and <clears throat> just for, for you guys at home, so we did, um, you guys listening, we did uh, say that we'd get straight back on the mics as soon as we left Susie's, Dr. Susie's. Um, however, we were just like I had to get to the train station. Yeah. Like it was, it was a bit of a, a busy one. You had to get back to Grimsby, didn't you? So, yeah. um, we're recording this a uh, couple back. What about three weeks ago was it now for us? It'd be something like that. Yeah, three, three, four weeks. Or and did the chat change your drinking? I mean, I don't think Susie, Doctor Susie, set out to do that. No, I don't think that was a a, a, a issue. Um, but she she openly said in the podcast, didn't she? That she has a drink. She has, she has a glass of wine and a gin, and yeah, I mean, it, it, I mean, I couldn't tell you how many times I've been pissed since we recorded. That. <laughs> yeah, that's what um, I mean. Because um, I, I was like after it, uh, you know, it was like yeah, yeah, do you know maybe do, do drink a bit too much? But you know, actually looking at it, I don't drink that much. Like it is, it is quite rare now for for. Not rare, but it's not as frequent as it used to be. I used to go out every Friday, Saturday night, yeah. uh, me, me and the missus. And now, because we've got little and that, like, we we don't really. And she works a lot of weekends and that. So, mm. yeah, um, I don't think, yeah, I think it's a tough one, really. Cause For I us get... as well, because de- we, like, we DJ a lot. So yeah. It's... What comes with DJing is, you know, the bringing your bottles of vodka. and There is that social side to it. And, and that's why fun. I guess a lot of musicians and, and a lot of actors and that, like, have have problems with with drink, don't they? I guess because there is that social in, side. In, to in it. every in every sort of every career and every walk of life, there's people who oh yeah who have you know alcohols or, or drugs have grabbed grabbed hold of them and you know they've struggled to let go of it. Um, but nine in ten people are, are, are a lot better people for it, and they, they seem yeah. happier and the work ethic changes. And yeah, I mean, if if you can kick it, but I suppose you should only really kick it if you feel that it's a problem. Or if it's yeah. affecting you yeah, or affecting yeah, yeah, people yeah, around yeah. you, then yeah, maybe it might be time to kick it. But you know, it, it, it's if you enjoy it and you can manage it, then that's know, it. It's the same with everything, really, isn't it? It's, it's if, it, if it if it yeah, if it's not a problem, then then that's fine. But I think if you uh, rely on it or if you um, you know find yourself changing drastically. When you've had a drink, I think I think maybe just just look at it. Yeah, or, or well, if you don't enjoy the person that you become. Yeah, yeah. You, As well, you know, health wise, like me personally, I'm I'm quite a big lad, and I think most of that is probably due to drink because I, I'll I'll go out and I'll, I I like I eat all right, I eat healthy. You eat as good much meals as I can. at home, don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. I try and cook and I try and eat as healthy as I can and and stuff like that. But then I will go out at the weekend and drink. Round about say ten pints yeah. on average, sometimes a few more, sometimes, sometimes a few less. less. Yeah, but that 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 ten pints is like about well, three or four days worth of calories. Isn't I think it? I think it's <clears throat> about five hundred um, five hundred calories per pint. Yeah, calories per which pint. is a lot. Which is a lot, and you don't associate uh, drink really. I never did anyway. As a calorie, as, as, as calories as putting yeah, weight but on. What comes you know, with that is when you've had your beers. <clears throat> You Straight to the kebab, kebab shop, shops, don't you? and you talk. If you're having like donut meat and chips, you're oh. talking two, three thousand calories. Yeah, there. Worth on it. top of <laughs> ten pints. It's like, That's it. And then you wake up the next morning, and it's uh, the old delivery with a Mackey's breakfast. Exactly. Yeah, and it just the weekends are really difficult to stay out. Like for me, particularly, <clears> I, I, I mean, I try to eat healthy all week. Yeah. And I don't. It's very rare that I do drink through the week. Maybe for a pub quiz, I'll have a, 
a pint or yeah, yeah, put, yeah. I'll be driving so I won't have any more. Do you know what I've got dead in and I, and I do it every year and I tell myself not to but then it comes to December and the Christmas decks are up and you sat there and you go, hmm, Baileys. Baileys, I've, I've never been into oh, it. Oh, mate, I had a full bottle of Baileys. Not in one night, over about two nights this week. Wow. I love Baileys though. Baileys, bit is, of ice. Whoa. It, is, it is one of them things. <clears> it's not just a... People go, oh, it's December, it's Christmas, I can. It is genuinely so much harder to get up in oh, the cold, yeah. go to the gym and yeah. eat, eat healthy. It's dark. And you know it's, what? Yeah, it is. A month, and have, man, have a little yeah. bit of time off. It's Christmas next week. Next week, mad. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, you know, you can have a little bit of time off as long as... As long as you're sort of, you know, if you can still get to the gym, mentally all right with that and stuff, yeah. and you know, and 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 because some people, you know, exercise for their own kind of mental health stuff. Like yeah, that. I do like, it. So. I do it for myself quite a lot. Yeah, know, yeah. I exercise a lot, and but through December, <clears throat> I'll still be exercising. Just, or playing, not as much. Just playing. I play a lot of football. Yeah. Um, you know, I might drink that little bit more, but as long as you're still exercising, like you said, if you're, if you're mentally, you know, if you if you're in, if you're in a good place, then yeah, I, I don't personally see the problem with drinking. No, a bit no. more through December. Oh no, I mean, yeah, it's the fest, it's the season to be merry, isn't it? It's the season to be jolly. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that that like I say, guys, thanks once again. That was uh, it was a lovely chat, and thank you to Dr. Susie Gage for having us. And yeah. um, one thing that I loved during that chat was Tomo watching his P's and Q's like you were quite you were a lot more polite P's and Q's and yeah. yeah I don't know what that means but when, when you P's said, and Q's when, when we said about getting Susie on yeah. you said that, that you know because it was someone that you were familiar with yeah. and I then become familiar with but I kind of thought we've got an actual science doctor I yeah thought, this is going to be <laughs> I, I didn't know what to expect she was cool, be there wearing a white coat and yeah yeah black, but she was just using back. us as guinea pigs <laughs> yeah and just let us into an into a lovely home um and she was laid back and yeah she just sort of she didn't judge no anybody for drinking and no and like i said she does herself and that and that's not what she was saying really she wasn't saying like alcohol's the devil she was just like i get it i like alcohol but, but it is why do we have to do it? Why is it, you know, like, you know, in the summer, it's like, right, barbecue, yeah. let's have a beer, beer a beer garden. In the winter, like you say, it's like, oh, it's Christmas, go on, I'll have a drink. It's like, yeah. you know, go and see your, your mate and you can sit and have a coffee and then you go, oh, should we just go pop? Like, it, it has and is such a big part of our culture now that it is a bit overrated in the sense of, like, you can go and do loads of shit. Like, you there's can loads do shit without it, can't you? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. But yeah, I mean, it was it was a great episode. Hundred um, percent. It was it was nice listening here for me. I, you'll notice I was a bit quiet during this one because I was actually listening and yeah. you know taking a real interest in it all. So yeah, um, I, I, can't, I can't even tell who we got on next week. Um, we've got two guests next week who you may be very familiar with. Um, they are two friends who've been working with each other for a long time. Um. And they've got a podcast together. Yeah. Um, it's it's just me and Tom O next week for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of a lump of coal, it's just us, just us two fucking yeah. useless lumps. Um, yeah, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be fun. I'm looking forward to doing that. One. Yeah, we're gonna have a nice episode next week with no guest. It'll just be me and uh, Tom O Turd Guzzler. Turd <laughs> um, yeah. And yeah, so yeah, have a good week, guys. Um, if you're doing Christmas shopping and that, have fun. Yeah. Um, and drink responsibly yeah drink responsibly and we'll see you I think the next episode is due out Christmas Eve so uh, yeah we'll see you when there's one more sleep I guess 
Yeah, perfect. Peace. Peace out. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.